Hey, Lori. Yeah. I know that you like baseball when we're in the playoffs in the World Series. But I like spring training. Yes. Oh, yeah. I've gone. Yes, so have I. Spring training mm-hmm. has started. Um, the first game is tonight. Then there's going to be more tomorrow. And then by, I think, next weekend, all, everyone's in starting grant, something like that. Yeah, this last week, pitchers and catchers reported. Now they're starting their first game. And then you'll get in your routine of split squads. Uh, yeah, I'm a regular. I, I've The only spring training I've missed in the last... I feel like it was last year. was last year because of the hurricane. And yep. then 2020 when they COVID. shut down. Actually, no, 2020 I went. I went to the last game that they had with fans before it shut down. Yeah. So the only year I've missed was with the Hurricane Ian down in Fort Myers mm-hmm. was last year. So anyway, there's a big scuttlebutt. There's some changes. Oh, yeah. So let's just listen to the changes and listen to the scuttlebutt over the uniforms, and then we will discuss. Rightfully so, scuttlebutt. League really Baseball is facing controversy. The Players Association calling new rule changes unnecessary as the league shortens the pitch clock with runners on base from 20 to 18 seconds and decreases the number of mound visits allowed per team from 5 to 4, all in the league's ongoing effort to speed up games. Then there are new high-performance uniforms that have players and fans calling foul. The pants are completely see-through. Philly shortstop Trey Turner telling the Associated Press everybody hates them. The Players Association is reportedly working to resolve the jersey dilemma before the season starts. The union's executive director telling reporters anytime there's change, there's an adjustment period. In this instance, there appear to be some misses. Still with the league's biggest stars looking to heat up this spring, fans are ready for baseball's return. It sounds like we're also looking at a big okay, weekend so ahead. What can we tell? Oh, but they're talking about baseball, and they were talking about that $700 million pitchers that the Dodgers acquired. Otono? Sheho Otani. Otani. Yeah, he was originally in Anaheim, and yeah, they spent over a billion dollars in free agency this past season. So the Dodgers... three players. Yeah, they're going for it this year, apparently. That's what they say. Uh, yeah, yeah. Apparently. But so, Lori, these new pants, it's mm-hmm. Nike and and Fabletics? Not so, Fabletics, so the, Fanatics. The fanatics. The big thing here is, is Nike owns the rights to all the jerseys, but instead of making them themselves, they decided to outsource it to Fanatics, which Fanatics... I'm not going to get too deep into this. I have a passionate hate for that company. They have ruined the merchandise. They have ruined the collecting world. They have ruined so many things, and now they've managed to ruin the jerseys for the players themselves. They're as stingy and as cheap as anything you could buy at a dime store. Yeah. It's bad. So And so, charging 500 bucks for a yeah. jersey. So this is something the the players are really pissed about. Lori, their pants are see-through. Because, you know, yeah, when I'm looking, the I white... Yeah. I just did MLB pants, and yes, they're. I'm not sure. I can see how this the players wouldn't like it, but as a fan, mm-hmm. oh yeah, the fans are. I mean, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be great for if you're heading in the seats oh, and you're no. sitting close. But no, no, it's, no, no. I just saw a picture of somebody bending over and touching their you toes. You can see it. Not no, no. yeah, it, that's too much. It too is much. too much. That's, too much daylight. Uh. And so when Fanatics, who Nike is using as the third party um, <laughs> person resource, took over the National Hockey League's uniform outfitter, uh-huh. the same thing happened. Yep. So they, they're they just not using quality materials. Their numbers don't match like the right sizes. The colors don't match. So they're just cheap. They're also, so the big thing too is, is that they decided to, they dropped the MLB logo down from where it always was at the top of the neck, completely unnecessary. They're trying to bend the names on the back. So even if your name, like for instance, is gray, G R a Y, they have jerseys where it's G R and then a Y it's not even, it looks like a, it doesn't even 
the the concept behind it, the materials are, and okay. and then you sell these to the retail side of it. When Nike used to do it, three hundred fifty dollars for a authentic on field jersey was expensive, but at least it was quality. What quality. Now they are. This is it's oh, just cheap stuff, Lori. It's Dime Star. It's Dime Star stuff. It. Yeah. So people and their players are outraged. They're outraged. But they're not. They uh, said that they're going to try to do something with this. But I have a feeling. Because they said the players' union is getting involved. When the players' union did their deal last year, which changed all of these We're talking baseball if you're just joining us. Yeah, which changed all these rules. They kind of set a deal that gave the league the ability to do what they want with their jerseys. So I, my personal... There must be a kickback. There there is a huge kickback. Mm -hmm. But there is, in my eyes, no way that anything will be changed this year. And... If they want anything changed, they have to do an overall restructure of the players' union agreement to get this out of there, which would be a massive process. So I don't see yeah. how they said in this like story a third that third grader was in charge of these pants. Thank you. Not even the the, the pants. Okay. I love that's how it's bothering you, but so, the jerseys yeah. are the worst. But so Nike yeah. sends out an RFP to all these different companies, whoever oh, can boy. come in at the best price yep. and yeah. on time. We know the we know but how that Nike, works, Larry. But Nike is its own, you know. But I Nike s- seems like they're dumping stuff. Like you said, they're dumping their golf. golf. Yeah, they are. They're going to a third party for this. They must have a problem in manufacturing or something. Just, Who knows? Or maybe they want more female fans. But the pants. But the pants. To get it? No, I doubt that they're thinking that. No, no, it's just it's cheap material, Lori. Yeah. And oh, all right. Well, there is. There is our accidental sports coverage today. But also, oh, I've got one more. Oh, all I've right. Got one more. All right. We, there was a very exciting hockey game, the last game of the night in the girls' state yes. high school hockey mm-hmm. in the uh, Class 1A, War Road and Proctor. Proctor. Uh, War Road won in overtime, and a sophomore scored the the winning goal, but they Herm, Proctor Hermantown has an eighth-grade girl on the team. Love that. Wow. Eighth grade. That's how wow. good she is. Yeah. And, um, you know, War Road is the two-time defending state champion. So, but, but yeah, Proctor Hermantown girls lost. And, of course, today it's Class 2A schedule. Yeah. Hill Murray, Roseau, Andover, Rosemont, Minnetonka versus Maple Grove, and Edina versus Northfield, which Northfield is a powerhouse this year. Okay. The girls team. They're and you can watch and all that on Channel 45. Yeah. Okay, that is. Look at that, Lori. I'm I'm impressed with you. I how much fun I keep thinking would it have been to be able to skate, hot, play hockey as a girl? That would have been the one. Not football oh, yeah. so much for me. It would have been hockey. Yeah, that would have been a fun one to be able to do. So good for them. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, Holy Angels are the I think the top seeded they are, team yeah. in the. Yeah, and War Road last year. Remember when they won it? That was, I believe, last year with the girls. That was like a double overtime game. With yes, it was a really because we talked about it the next day. But that that championship that they won last year was an epic, epic game, and it was an upset, I believe, too. Yeah, yeah. So So, anyway, go Minnesota girls hockey. Absolutely, go girls, go girls hockey. Mm -hmm. Okay, we are going to come back with random thoughts. Um, you are listening to Lori and Julia, and we had so many fun prizes that you could get if you listen and win on our app. And that that app, you just download it where you get your apps, My Talk app. You are live listening to programming, or you can podcast listening to our program. You can do whatever you want, mm-hmm. but it is so great. But just by listening, you you are registered. You have to register on the first page for a chance to win all these great prizes. We were brainstorming for prizes for the next prize closet, Lori. Ah. 
Just a small, quaint evening and overnight with Lori and Casey at their home. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, this for, for this current month, we've got Barry Manilow tickets, yep. we've got Pink tickets, we've got Kowalski's Cassettes gift cards. There's a lot. Lots of good stuff out there. So download the app. Yep, that's great. I don't know if people know this, Lori, but Hammernix has the largest selection of hardwood flooring in the Midwest. So many spe- styles, so many different textures, so many different colors to look at. And to choose from, their complimentary design service can help you choose the best new flooring for your home, and they also install it for you. They specialize in refinishing and repairing older floors that were installed years ago. And I think it's so hard to color match and find here in a real old home, the floors used to only be the wood panels, you know, wood flooring up like an inch, an inch and a half wide, and now they're like four or five. Um, They can cut it, they can make everything work out for you. Um, and if you want to restore your hardwood floors and you need a company to trust that's going to show up and do it on time and return your phone calls, that is Hammernex. They are so great. Brand new floors look so amazing in houses. More at Hammernex.com. Four great locations around the Twin Cities area, including Rochester. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Julia's random thoughts. <laughs> he looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay. I We were just talking about the new baseball pants and how see-through they are. And Lori has posted a photo of a gentleman bending over to stretch out his hammies. And... Um, <laughs> Sorry, that's hysterical. That's, I know. You're, that's how thin they are. Yeah, Lori and everything. Julia on Twitter. Oh, Lori, that is... His- They're going to need Wonder Bread. Yeah, <laughs> They're going to need something. They're going to... That is hysterical. Oh, that's man. so, so funny. Thank you for posting. Okay, true or false, <laughs> humans can walk in a straight line without looking at something. Uh, false. Yes, that it is. is. False. It is. False, mm-hmm. Humans cannot walk in a straight line without looking at something. You need a visual point. Um, if blindfolded, we would actually, we gradually walk in a circle. We just can't. Our brain needs a reference point to keep us on track. That's mm-hmm. a good little trivia. Yeah, um, once you're blind. Well, Maybe the learn. stick helps them work. Uh, yeah, Lori, I don't even yeah. know. That was a uh, that was something I was unprepared for. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it wasn't a follow up question, but I was just thinking it was a follow up comment. <laughs> maybe you know, I'm like, wow, well done. I don't even know what to do with it. All right, so I'm going to move on. Rats 
will laugh out loud if you tickle them. Now, I don't know anyone who wants to ever, ever, mm-hmm. ever do this. No. But apparently, because they test them so much, because there's so much to like us for stuff. Uh, like humans, they have ticklish spots that can bring out high-pitched laughter. We won't oh, hear dear. it, but the people wearing the ear sets and stuff, I thought that was just silly. Those are the two silly ones. Now, here is something, Lori, that reminds me about the bird flu. Or the bird... Um, what was the big one where you demanded Casey go buy you a generator? That was when the bird flu was yeah, happening. Yeah, it was the bird flu. This is like 2007 or 8 or something. <laughs> so today, today, AT&T suffered major outages. I got 70, that. You were out of it? 70,000 yep. AT&T customers um, in Houston, primarily Chicago, Dallas, L.A., Atlanta, you, the, you couldn't do anything. I had this morning from about, I went to go run some errands from about 9 to 11.15. In fact, I was going to do my therapy appointment in the parking lot here, but I had to come inside and use the Wi-Fi because my phone just said SOS on it. Yep. And I could only make calls to emergencies. My dad down in Florida had the same thing, but my mom, who's in the same household on the same plan as me, did not have it. Didn't have it. But I think it's more than 70,000. I really well, do. I mean, I know is, at least 67 This is just myself. AT&T and then it went to some other people. So we don't know what happened or yeah. why it happened yet. And people are... I'm going to blame the Russians. Well, blame... The, uh, Mark Rubio says that when we when China invades Taiwan, watch out. So oh, there was... Don't even say I, that. I know you. it. I know it. But I, this is what got me to back to the bird flu in your preparation. So, oh, yes. so we are hearing that they're going to get rid of landlines. Yeah. And they wanted at one point to get rid of AM radio. Mm-mm. But these are things that work not on satellites. Mm-hmm. These, yeah, I, I've got a landline. I know I've you do. So that. here's mm-hmm. what they said, because remember in Hawaii, everyone's no one had cell phone. Co- their cell phones did not work during the fire, so no one could communicate with anyone. In the hurricane, Puerto Rico, you know, we've you just can't bet on your cell phone working. So how to prepare for a disaster when cell phone service outages happen, you need a 72-hour plan, is what they're saying. Number one, uh-huh. cash. You need cash. You can't have access to AT&T, ATMs, that thing. You have to have cash because you can do business in cash. Because if the phone lines are down, you can't use a credit card. I'm just telling Julia, you. Julia, Grant and I have watched all these shows. Well, we you're more well prepared. You're more prepared than we, I am. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, <laughs> tell me what else you happened, think you need. Well, when COVID happened, I remember I went and got two thousand dollars out of the ATM. Yep, because I was like, I, I gotta have, I gotta have cash. I don't know what's going on. I mean, we were all so freaked out about everything. Right. Okay. What else yeah. do you think you need to prepare for? There's four uh, things. Well, we, I, yeah. I always keep two f- cases of whenever I go to the grocery store. <laughs> like a beer. No, of water. <laughs> two cases of water in case you know, because you know, I don't I, where I, where, you know, I don't have a septic. So yes. In case of anything, I always okay, replace it. Replace my water, and okay. then real extremist. Uh, there are some MREs possibly in my garage. I don't even know what that means. Meals ready to eat. Meal, military. It's a military. Oh, oh my god! Mm-hmm. That's if okay. we can't get food. That's a little, little over much. That's a little. Okay. Much. My dad would send us camping outside in our backyard in Japan, and he'd toss in like some MREs for Love us them. to have <laughs> on our overnight. And all we ever wanted was the the bad chocolate that was oh, in there. Oh god, that chocolate! Lori, we ate these at Camp Ripley. Yeah, yeah, oh, we did. That was did. the first time we saw him. Yeah, oh, cool. I saw him personally. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so other things that they're recommending, and this is just a whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about this. Paper, well, whatever. It's my segment. Pa- mm-hmm. Paper copies of important documents. 
You know how you said your dad always has a copy of his passport somewhere at home if someone needs to access it and different things, you know, your dad told you to do with making copies? Yeah. Have copies of important documents. You're driving, you know, just in case there's a fight. You don't know. Yeah. Have a map if you need to get out of town and you don't know where you're going. Okay. That's a really good one. Did they say that one? No. But that's a good one. Um, People rely on their phone for their GPS. I know. People who are driving using their GPS Going through Death Valley to go see the lake that's there. Yep. Whew, You're right, Lori. Okay, the other one is a landline. Love that. If you don't have one, you know, you can only, you have to use your Wi-Fi to send messages or make calls, apparently, and a radio. It's good to have mm-hmm. emergency updates, so always have some sort of a radio. That ha- yeah. a radio also that uses batteries, too. It's a good thing, because I have one, because you can't always, you know, power goes out. Got to have the radio that has right. batteries. That's a big one. When storm comes out, you can hear, you know, things like that. So. And I only, and I'm thinking of this because you got to watch that scary movie with Julia Roberts in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, when all cell phone, because really, do you know, I know your phone number. Mm-hmm. That's right. I've Whose got, numbers do you really know that you need? You got to write down your numbers. Yeah. Yep. I only, so, I only know important old documents. Land, old landlines for the most part, which aren't even around anymore. Mm-hmm. The ones that I used to remember. Yeah. Good call. So those we are, have our landline through our cable. I I could have gotten it too. I don't have it. I don't have one. Yeah. Either. And and anytime the power in our neighborhood has ever gone out, there's two of us in the neighborhood that have that landlines, have phones. and we're busy. And Gen Zers <laughs> apparently are all over the phones, the old classic rotary phones and everything. They're finally learning mm-hmm. what or what? I, just thinking they're cool and buying them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, my friend. I told you I was. I told you Joe Mauer was calling. Um, my friend had bought, the day after Joe Mara was on our show, I went to her cabinet, Tommy Mommy, and she had bought a, a rotary dial phone, and she kept picking up and saying, Julia, Joe's on the phone. <laughs> Julia, <laughs> Joe's on the phone. But I mean, she paid $49 for this. They're not yeah. cheap anymore. You know, yeah. that's funny you say that. So I, uh, at the golf course at Red Oak, the old one where it was the smaller one, par three, nine hole, out in mound. Uh, yeah. We had a rotary phone for the public and kids would come in there and we and whoever was behind the counter would literally have to teach every single kid how to because they would have this is before cell phones. So they'd have, you know, this was parents would drop the kids off. They'd play nine holes and then they'd come in buy a candy bar pop and then they'd try to call their parents. And every time they would have to teach them how to use a rotary the phone. Funny. Yeah. It, it, it is funny. Yeah. So anyway, I just, you know, that was kind of something interesting because I thought it would go to your disaster mind, Lori. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm with the zombie apocalypse partner that I could never dream of. Casey. <laughs> Casey, for sure. He he would be, I don't have to worry. Right. I don't think I would <laughs> yeah. either. I don't think I would yeah, either. Yeah, you've got a good and Jeff zombie hunts apocalypse. and fishes, so we could, he could exactly. feed me. He could feed me. Yes. You got the hunter. Yeah, you're yeah. good. So I'm good mm-hmm. with that. But I just, it was just kind of a quick reminder. I think cell phone numbers, because something happened when I updated my phone recently. And like I, I got a text message from my son and this other random number, and I'm like, "Who the heck is this?" Mm-hmm. It was my other kid. But somehow yeah. the names fell off in this latest update. Did that happen to you, Grant? I've had that happen yeah. before, and then just I restart my phone, and then it usually gathers that information. So I've had that where it didn't transfer all the info over. Yes. Okay, and then I just have, uh, I just have two more icky random thoughts to keep with you. This one's icky, icky? but just it's kind of fun. Um, the longest known record for constipation is 102 days. <laughs> oh, In case you're wondering. Goodness. That's it. OMG fact. That's a fact. That, There's going to be a quiz imagine. later. Okay. Rectum romper rumors. <laughs> <laughs>
right. All right. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia on my talk. Hey, gang. Lori and I could not be more excited than to travel with you, whoever's coming to Iceland next October. We've had so many people express so much interest, and um, we just want to make sure that you know when you sent in the form to Borton Overseas that if you didn't finalize the process and put a deposit with it, your spot is not a guarantee. So just double back and check because space is limited and we want if you want to come with us we want you to come with us we just can't wait and Lori, tell people about i mean this is an all-inclusive trip that we're going to be on yeah. Give so some highlights it's your airfare you've got some meals included we're doing um four different tours we have free time for shopping we're going to the blue lagoon borton overseas very experienced at putting together this kind of trip we'll have an escort you'll have julia and i as your special escorts go to my talk keyword iceland to make reservations we can't wait to travel with you hey. hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie essman Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Kylie. can't believe that she won just her first Grammy this year at the Grammys. That was kind of shocking, wasn't it? Julia, the list of people who haven't yeah. won Grammys would shock you. You're right. You're right about that. Yeah. Well, I want... Yeah. Were you shocked when you saw TNT at the Australian Zoo? <laughs> the Sydney Zoo, uh, Taylor's second visit. I'm telling you, you got to go see the koala bears. They are amazing at the Sydney Zoo. There's a whole, a whole thing of them, and they're really cute, and you can hold them, and they're stoned all day from the eucalyptus leaves. That's why their <laughs> eyes are red. They are high all day long. That's why they're slow-moving and pretty... Pretty mellow, but they they could be ornery, you know. But yeah, she had to show them. But I love that TNT season two has begun because think, look at it. Just like any good season of a show we love, the second season goes on location, bigger budget, more <laughs> exciting locales. So what happens? Taylor's she already had three shows in Melbourne yep. or four. Friday, which it's probably she's getting people are getting ready because it's already Friday. There are four shows in Sydney. Travis is with her. Then they go to Singapore for six more shows. Oh my six. gosh. And then after that, she has so we're gonna get like who knows what other kind of delightful scenes we're gonna get from this uh, season two of TNT. But after Singapore, she is a two-month break. And the Tortured Poets Department comes out April 19th. So I, I bet we see her on maybe some talk shows or something. And then her Europe tour 
starts, um, I believe, the end of May, and her first stop is Paris. But then she's in Europe all summer. They're going to have a blast. Oh, my gosh. Did you see the suite that they're in? Oh, yeah. We posted it yesterday or the day before. Yeah. 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 So, like you, you know, said, he, she, they're, they're chasing each other all over that place. But how fun. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing better than like hotel sex and then to have sweet, you know, like penthouse hotel sex. I would agree. Chase her all around. I would and, agree. And I bet you she stays at Raffles in Singapore, which is just one of my dream hotels I would love to go to. I don't even care if I stayed there just to have a drink. I think one of the fun things about traveling maybe you don't have a five-star hotel budget but maybe you can make room to go have a drink in one of the classic bars in absolutely but i don't know that they care about that no they they don't get privacy no they'll have you know room service and all this kind of fun stuff and she's got like six shows and i think she's doing three shows and a two-day break and then another three shows so they're going to be there and then you know they could you know, they could go to an island. They could stop in um, the Seychelles or the Maldives. Yes. And, you know, stay at a wonderful place and then make their way back. Because after Singapore, she's free for two months, except for that album dropping. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, how like lovely her for them. Yeah. Oh, I God. feel like uh, Succession, when it came back the second season, it opened in Iceland because of the success of the first season. Yes. And we're giving you an example. Right. The second season is opening in Sydney, starting with a zoo. Is there anything more rom-com cute than a zoo? No. 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 And then balanced with the $25,000 night suite. (laughs) Right. I just, oh, it's cute. It is. It's cute. You know, and he should be able to join her in uh, on part of her European tour because football camp or whatever, I don't think starts till, is it July? Yeah, they've got, to, well, they, right now we have free agency coming up in March, then there's the draft. So yeah, after April is when things, you know, you got, yeah, May, June, July, you get mini camp going. But yeah, he's got time yeah. to go travel and be her big supporter like yeah. she was to him for this whole first yeah. season. Yeah, and they just look so cute at the zoo. You know, I she know. just looks like any other regular gal. You know, she's just got her cut off jeans on and he's got white socks with his tennies. I'm like, oh, that looks like my husband. Did you notice they matched a little bit? They did. She had a top, he, her top matches his shorts, the, the burgundy color. I think yeah. that was a little, I, th- I think that was planned. Yeah. I like it. I like so it. So I'm, I'm sure she was just like, Trav, you've got to come and see the koalas. They're Trav. about the cutest things you've ever seen. Oh, I'm and sure. And they probably he- had... Like what we did at the Minnesota Zoo when we did a project oh, down in Dirty. So Maybe fun. they had a back, you know, a little private encounter. Because I went on this VIP trip. I sold the most America's Cup packages when I was a reservations agent for Cartan Tour. And the Australia Cup was happening. And I, because I sold the most to travel agents, I went on this super VIP trip to Australia with this other woman from work and we flew, you know, business on Qantas and, but we had, we went to the Sydney zoo. We had like a private koala. Yes, of course. Yes. And it was so cool. uh, I mean, they look, they're just about the most adorable. They really, I would agree with you. I would agree. Um, I would agree with you. You know, I just, um, 
I have to go back to another story that we were talking about, Lori. Yeah. Do you have any more on the TNT update? Well, just that I would say that um, Australians, I, I bet they are having so much fun. Because remember, the Aussies are the, um, they're not uptight like like maybe like British, British people, people are. They're yeah. like the wild cousins. Yep. It did start out as a penal colony. It did. Australia, where Brits Great sent book, all their- Exile. Exile. Yes. Oh gosh, that's a book. And and so they're super fun, rowdy, and uh, Aussies love Americans. Yes, they do. And so do they do. It goes back to World War II and the Kiwis, the mm-hmm. New Zealanders, same thing. They they really like the whole American thing. And uh, just the other day, Casey and I gave a ride to an Australian hitchhiker. Oh, I love that people still hitchhike in Hawaii. Y- yeah, I love that. Do Just pe- our picture. Do people still do Mahawi Nui Loa? Oh, yeah. And yeah. Shaka Shaka. Yeah. Exactly. I never knew Shaka yeah. Haka, but I'm doing the, Shaka. the shine to you. But I always remember Mahawi, Mahawi Nui Loa. Mele Kiliki Maka. That's the place for me. Place for me. That's Merry Christmas. Yeah, that's it's a, it's a song. Mark. I know, and it's yeah. not it, the next line is. I'm it, sure it, it isn't. It, well, come I, on, I, know, I couldn't I know. think of what it was. I know that's why I'm giving you a hard time. I, I couldn't think of it was. So, anyway, just get ready for a fun season two of TNT wow. because we're on exotic locales. Yes, we are. I I kind of like, love that. Mm-hmm. But Singapore for eight, she has eight shows in six. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I just always mm-hmm. think of that Crazy Rich Asians and why we haven't seen the next version of it. I loved that movie that so much. It was good. That's so yeah. great. Really good movie. So, so great. So I, I hope they go out in the wild and we see some photos and I'm sure we will. You know, Lori, how you talked about the um, Minneapolis Park system not paying the musician. That made the news. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was on the news Last yeah. night on a lot of stations. It's yeah, it's oh, hit, it it's hitting big. Yeah, yeah, it's hitting stations. It's hitting social. I mean, it's all over my social yep. media. I see all kinds of because I have friends that are local artists. They're all promoting the same. Yeah, you know, GoFundMe or the change petition that you had. And then their their comment was, um, "We don't budget for it." Well, well, <laughs> but doesn't mean you should. can't. You have a certain. I mm-hmm. want to start a petition that because we li- literally are having spring weather that they should put the tennis nets up at courts. We've had no, no. snow. We've had no yeah. snow. Yeah, they can't use well, it. Well, Julia, it's it's only February 22nd. Doesn't matter. We've had no really? snow, Lori. Right. For months. Right. And it's been nice enough that you could play tennis and pickleball outside. They they don't have time to put up the nets, take them down, put them up, take they them down. They don't. They just have to unlock them and people could do that themselves. Mm-hmm. It's just All a right. petition well, I'm getting Take ready. it up with the park board. I'm ready to sign a, go, you know, change.org. Okay. Change.org. <laughs> Free up the courts. All right. Um, what what did you well, want to I, discuss? Well, it's not really good, but it was kind of kind of what um, what people are saying is that you know it's really because Wendy Williams is the cover of People magazine this week, and mm-hmm. how her family is fighting to get her out of this conservatorship ship that the court you know appointed. And what I was talking about, remember we talked about her at the beginning of our show today that she's been diagnosed with frontal dementia, FTD type of dementia, terrible. And also it's the same as Bruce Willis. Yeah. Aphasia, and, global and aphasia. aphasia and yep. FTD. Yeah. And so they're saying that her family is trying so hard to fight to get her out of this guardianship. And so, um, and here's what it says, you know, her son, Kevin Jr., 
23, um, has come under scrutiny for his spending, but he strongly denies he was exploited, blah, blah, blah. And what they're saying is that when the Guardian was appointed to Wendy Williams in May of 2022, her family says they were kept in the dark as to why the court made this decision. The court papers have also been sealed. All I know is that Wendy and her team, we mentioned this the other day, walked into the courtroom one way and they walked out and the family is completely excluded. So there's, they're talking about these rules around guardianship and how, you know, um, the film, uh, the film explores that, Lori, was one of the things that we talked about. They wanted to explore why we can't get her out of the guardianship. So that might be a different way to look at it. I'm still not going to watch it. I don't think Wendy would want me seeing her like that. Okay. So I'm not going to watch. When the crew even asked the Guardian to talk to them when they were making this, no one would talk to them. I mean, the family is trying to figure it out. Well, it makes me feel like somebody's taking all her money, too, or abusing her money. or that uh, The whole thing makes me nervous for her. And the thing is, Wendy is, you know, this is a degenerative disease. There's no coming back from it. She's 59 years old. But at the same you know, time, this- your family would want to be near her. Of course. Yes. I totally get that. So I just, I, I don't know. I feel like we're just peeking or peeking under the blanket here. And we really. Well, the filmmaker, I mean, the family's really trying to deal with the conservatorship in New York court I system. It. I believe they would like to go and see their. They would. And the filmmaker their mom, their daughter. Um, says the um, he proceeded with the documentary to shed light on William's situation. We asked ourselves almost every day, is this helping Wendy or hurting her? And we felt like it was helping her. But this is about the guardianship system and how it can be improved. Improved because they can't have access to their sister, mother, mm-hmm. aunt. Lordy, lordy, whoever invented that guardianship really had. Well, no, I mean, it was done for a reason. Yes. Because when people do have dementia, if they have money, I mean, they can be very, people can come in and take advantage. Yep. Remember, con, the word con man comes from confidence. Okay, so when people are doing a con on somebody, they're very confident about how they go about doing it. And so it's it is it is done for a reason. But like for Brittany, when she got put in a lifetime conservatorship yes, yes. because of de- depression, postpartum depression at the age of 27. No, that's like for somebody who's got, you know, money and they're 83 and. You know, not you don't put someone in a lifelong conservatorship at twenty seven. No, I know, but you should read yeah. this. It's pretty. It's kind of interesting. It might give you a little different perspective. Yeah, I read it yesterday. No, this is a brand new article. Oh, it yeah. is. More, yeah, because they got the new news. About yeah, their exactly. Announcing. It's yeah. a brand new article. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, let's Hollywood speak. I've got something for you, I believe, Lori. I've got a good one so. that I found for you via oh. Grant. He's printing it off right now. (laughs) (laughs) One, zero, three, one. Lori, Julia, producer, Grant. The Lori. All right, Lori. Um, A bachelor um, at that was on the bachelor season of Matt James is calling out the producers of the bachelor bachelorette program and bachelor in paradise program by saying this. Um, The producers are Franken biting snippets of audio together it's when you take a certain thing you said and put it with another thing you said and make it look like you said this whole different sentence than you ever said and it makes you look like a fool um she just 
The, yeah, this is a real this is a real thing. Um, this is how villains get made on reality TV. Frankenbiting. Yeah, there was a producer like two years ago who uh, did an op-ed, if you will, in the Hollywood Reporter, talking about this practice of frankenbiting. I feel like we learned about it when we watched that show, Unreal. I think you're, I think you're right, Lori. And still. so, yeah, like, um, like. Like Heidi and Spencer, I remember he talked about it in, that was in this article about how he was going into a VIP thing with Heidi and, and he said, I, I, let's hit the back door. And then they, they made it, they clipped it so it sounded like he was threatening later in the show to hit Heidi. So it's just take, this is how TV villains get made. And it, it's, or it's, it's how people can be portrayed to look more horrible than they really are. Right. For drama. Right. So that drama. Is, and that's really dangerous. Well, that's, that's, that's what they do. It's the sort of editing that the reality people don't usually hit back at, but it happens on all the shows. And that's why we always say that the devil works hard. Chris Jenner works harder. And then the bachelor producers work even maybe the hardest <laughs> of all <laughs> because they're very good with frankenbiting. Yep. There you go. That's, so frankenbiting is. is another new term. Yes. Clips together. Yes. Okay. Wait okay. All right. Um, Olivia Rodrigo turned 21 yesterday. Yep. Here's the headline. She wore a vintage dress that's older than she is for her 21st birthday. What's the Hollywood speak on that? Um, everything is older than she is. <laughs> Basically, a vintage piece is considered 20 years old. Okay. So for her to yeah. be 21, mm -hmm. it's not going to be hard for her to wear a vintage I, I would dress. Say. Because in yeah. and of itself, it has to be at least 20, 20. years old. And right. She wore a 1991 Aliyah dress okay so that was funny. quite a bit older than she yes. is but yeah it's not too hard to wear a vintage dress when you're 20 or 21 years old no kidding. all of them will be older than you okay here's one rob reiner reveals um the original ending of harry met sally they didn't get together but i know this he changed his mind do you know why i think it was after they had a screening and people didn't like it no. Um, his wife told him to change it. No, he met the woman who would become his second wife during the filming of this. He'd been single for 10 years. Oh, okay. And so his experience was just like, this would never happen. And then in the middle of filming, he falls in love. And he's like, yeah, no, this has to have a happy ending because I'm getting a happy ending. I love that. That's kind of very fun. I know. Is that celebrating an anniversary this year that Rob Reiner? We already had it. I think it was. Okay. It was a big one. 30 years, okay. 40 years, 90 mm -hmm. years. We don't know. More okay. than 20. Right. Vintage. <laughs> vintage. More, it's I mean, vintage our show plus. is vintage. We're vintage our show plus. is vintage. Yep. When Harry Met Sally was released on July 21st of 1989. So that would be what? The 30th? Yeah. The 30th would have been in 2019. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. anyway, I'm just glad he's talking year, about 25, it. 25, yeah. Or 35 now. Okay, I think we've come to the bottom of the whole Kelly Rowland today Oh, yeah, show I thing. saw this, Lori. Yes. Yep. Okay, so Kelly Rowland didn't leave 
Hoda in the wind because the dressing room right. was too small. Right. And I told you that there is like there's more, more to that story. because it was so weird that she would do that. Yeah. But, she, you know, J-Lo did have the bigger dressing room. And I do think Kelly should have had the bigger dressing room because she was hosting and doing media all day. But she was pissed. If you go back and watch Savannah interviewing her for Mea Culpa last week, Savannah asked her three times, three different ways, Beyonce questions. And each time, Kelly tried to get it back to the movie. And she, Savannah, like, kind of grilled her if you watched the thing. And then Savannah says, well, I guess we'll see you on the show with Hoda. And Kelly just looked at her and she said, we'll see. And she was already scheduled. And she left after that because she was just, like, so frustrated. And then today she's on WGN in Chicago. And the reporter asked her about the Today Show. And she said this she said um I, i'm excited and delighted to be here to talk about my movie mea culpa and nothing else there you go so and then savannah guthrie's people released a thing saying oh it was the dressing room so they're trying to blame the dressing room but kelly felt disrespected that why is she asking me about Beyonce? I mean, Destiny's Child was so long ago. Kelly is her own person. Yeah. She doesn't need to hang on to Beyonce. And I think she just was offended. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, yeah. though, why I like Savannah Guthrie, because she does go there. She asks the hard questions. She does. But, but, but this Kelly one, Rowling. it doesn't make sense. I agree. No. I think she's yeah. excellent at what she does because she's so informed. But in this one, it doesn't really make sense. I, I get her point. But I guess... Uh, three questions savannah asked her she was just like getting trying to get kelly to say something about beyonce and i get it kelly it would be like having someone on our show and then asking them about their husband or wife the whole time instead of what they're here for yep i get it you would be you'd you would feel offended yep so when kelly looked at savannah about the 10 o'clock hour and she gave a very curt we'll see i was like (laughs) yep that's why that's why she didn't. Uh, that's she it. Did. We'll yeah. see. And I think, and Hoda says we love her because she wants her to come back because they do love of her. Of course. Yeah. And I want to see this movie made a call, but Yeah, good. it sounds good, doesn't it? Okay, yeah. gang, quick break here in the radio side. We will be podcasting side and we will we'll be right back.